The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California, streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Fighting for Love. This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's a mediator for the Orange County. Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel. Mari's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified state bar trainer for over 25 years. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit conflicthealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about hypnosis and how it can help us transform our lives, be calm in the midst of chaos grieving, whatever. It's just wonderful. And so we are going to be talking about this book, Transformation Through Hypnosis, Relax, Clear Your Mind, and Step Into Your Power by Mary B. Battaglia. And she is coming to us from the East Coast. Let me tell you a little bit about her background before I introduce her formally. Mary Beth Battaglia has a passion for helping people with the elemental struggles that they face due to fears, medical issues, negative habits, grief, stress, depression, anything that's bad. She's a speaker, author of Transformation Through Hypnosis. She's a certified clinical hypnosis practitioner and a sound healing expert. She has over 500 hours of hypnosis training, and she has discovered the powerful and life-changing combination of hypnosis and sound vibration, creating deep levels of relaxation and calm, which we all can use. So she blends sounds with hypnosis, and she gives her clients and audiences a deeper, more profound, relaxing, and vibrational experience, which we're going to actually do a little bit of that on the on this show today so people can hear it. And these uh, self-hypnosis skills uh, offer people a tool to deal with coping of difficult problems in their lives so that they can maintain balance and calm. She is taking clinical hypnosis mainstream as she uses her training and her intuition to help create a welcoming and safe energy to work in for private sessions, group sessions, webinars, workshops, and in this book. So she says everybody has the key to find the answers within, which make a lot of sense to me. And so she's been featured on Fox News and uh, AM 970, The Answer, and um, Heart Radio, and we're just thrilled that she's joining us today. You can find out more about her and www.apathofpeace.com and also at conflicthealing.com where we will we have her uh, picture, her bio, her book, and uh, you can and we link to her website as well. So thank you so much, Mary, for joining us this morning. Thank you, Marie, and thank you for the nice introduction. Yeah. So let's talk about what is hypnosis. Well, hypnosis is really just a relaxed state. I like to break it down to something we all do a little bit each day, which is a daydream state. Most of us, at one point in the day or during the week at least, go into a daydream state where you're focused on a thought, 
but you hear everything in the background. And that's really what hypnosis is. It's like a meditative state. So when I relate it to something we all kind of go into every day, then you realize it's, it's just something that we always do. It's something that's safe and easy. Right. So tell us how, you know, you talk about in your book how this really helped transform your own life. Can you give us a little insight into that about how it transformed your life? Sure. Sure. So um, I was in a corporate job. I wasn't too happy with it. And I was going through a, um, a divorce, and I lost my sister at the same time in divorce. Mm. And I kind of felt like someone pulled the rug out of my, um, well, out of the floor for me, and I fell on the floor really hard, right? Right. And, um, and I, hypnosis had intrigued me a few years before, and, and I, had, I knew I needed help. I needed to get unstuck, because grief can put you, and in divorce, can put you in a really place that you are really stuck, and you don't really know how to move forward. And that's where I was. So I went for some hypnosis training. Um, there was, the program I went for was for full two weeks, but I went for the first module. And this is when I was in the middle of my separation on the path of divorce. And even in those first two weeks, just learning some basic tools really helped me uh, communicate better when I came back and helped me learn how to clear the mind. I wasn't someone who meditated or anything like that. So I learned some really good tools to clear the mind, and that's part of what helped me move forward was because I had so much stuff and chatter in my mind, and when I learned to clear it, things got a little easier, and then I could fill out paperwork, which was which was something I couldn't fill out before. So it really just opened the door at the beginning of it, and that was um, just the beginning of it. So as I delved into hypnosis more and, and did the deeper work of hypnotherapy, I was able to release the fears of what I was feeling, which was not a success. And, and I was able to create positive thoughts and a positive mindset, which I hadn't had. And I truly just changed my whole life. I, um, when I came back after the two weeks, uh, in those four or five months later, I got to my final life, my divorce. I basically quit my corporate job, which was bringing me down in my life because I wasn't doing anything I enjoyed. And I went out for the rest of my hypnosis training for eight more weeks came back and opened up my practice and haven't looked back. Mm, beautiful. And I know that you have a section on grieving, and obviously during a divorce yeah. and a death of your yeah. sister, the, that's yeah. grieving, and you have some powerful um, tools to deal right. with that grieving process as well. You know, I've been a meditator since, oh, my gosh, since I hate to tell you how long ago, but it's a long, <laughs> long time you know, like oh, 40 years I've been meditating. And right. it is similar to it self-hypnosis. It is. And it is. one of the things people will say to me, you know, because I tell them, you know, if I don't meditate, I, you know, I live in conflict. I mean, that's what I do. Right. I, I I'm in the it. midst of everybody else's conflict. Yeah. And, um, and I need to stay centered so that I'm not, you know, eh, you know, sucked into that, right? Right. And right. um, and so it really helps me. But I know that people will say, when I'll say, you know, try meditation, and they'll say, well, you know, my monkey mind gets in the way. So I like that one chapter when you're talking about clearing your mind because I remember when I took transcendental meditation, and this is when the Maharishi was still alive. This is when the Beatles were learning, <laughs> uh, you know, to to meditate with him. And I took that class, I took the training as well, and they talked about 
similar to what you have is just like if a thought comes in, you had it go out through the top of your head. They just said, let it flow by, you know, just it, the right. same idea that, right. you know, you're not going to be able to stop those crazy thoughts that are going to come in. You're not going right. to but you right. can allow them to just kind of move through you. And, right. and so I thought that was real helpful that oh, you have about clearing the mind. Um, you have a lot of great things. And I like the, the way the book is set up. You have, you know, you have each chapter and then you have like a letter to the reader and, right. you know, your hypnosis script. And then you have exercises, which I think um, you call them your teaching box. And right. so those are real, real helpful. Okay. So, yeah, so we're, we're going to have to try something here. So, um, yes. <laughs> so why don't we do that? And then we could talk more about um, what it does. So do you want to take some aspect? We were talking before maybe about fear because sure. everybody's got fears, whether it's a fear of failure, fear of success, fear of, right. you know, flying, whatever it is. Right. And, and that, that is a good point because fear is universal for all of us. We all have some Sort of fear, and truly, we are sometimes our worst enemy that we any of us can have is ourselves and not getting out of the way. Uh, and those fears are blocks on there. So, in the, the chapter on fears, I start with the hypnosis script, and in that, that kind of sets up the chapter. Did you want me to read that part, or do you want me to get more into the well? You can just kind part? of go uh, rather yeah. than the read the whole thing, kind yeah. of just tell us about that. You know, what, like a little intro, and then you could guide yeah. me? Sure. So the hypnosis script kind of just sets up where, like, a visualization of what a block would be. So I talk about um, you being at a stone wall and trying to move through it. And it talks about um, how jagged the wall is and that it's blocking you and you don't know how to get around it. By, by the end of that beginning part of the hypnosis script, it shows you that um, you are able to get and conquer through it and get to the other side of it. And that's what we all need to do. So that sets up the chapter. And then the next part of the uh, chapter is the letter. So each chapter has a letter to you, my dearest one. And I set the book up this way because I wanted it to be personal. I didn't want it to be just me talking about fear. I wanted to explain what my fears are. So, like, I have a fear at the one point was fear of not being successful after divorce and, and things like that. And I had tried some different small businesses and they had failed. So my mantra in my head was this, the fear of success. And a lot of people have some sort of fear. It's, it's, it's sometimes we're aware of it. Sometimes it's deep in the subconscious. Maybe it's from childhood or something like that. Right. So I explained how we can all work through that. And in the whole book, I teach you, every chapter I teach you how to create that self-hypnosis part. So you learn how to uh, work with the breath. You learn how to clear the mind, like you mentioned. So by the time we get to the chapter on fears, um, we're all being able to find a comfortable place to sit or lie down. And we are focused on a spot. And we take some deep breaths. So we just want to start with the breath. If everyone just right now took a deep breath in whatever you're doing and you want the breath that goes in through the nose and the belly kind of expands and then we exhale through the mouth. Just start with the breath. Okay. And then we can take another breath. And each breath can give us calm and peace. Some people, they need more than the breath. They need more clearing of the mind. So 
what we do next is we talk about clearing the mind. So we would bring the thought that's in the mind and bring it up and out. And we can continue to take the deep breaths while we're doing that as well. Mm-hmm. And then we can create positive affirmation. Everyone's going to need a different positive affirmation depending on what they're working on. So mine could be, I am a success. That's a good or one for everybody. Everyone <laughs> needs it. Because you know what? We all have doubt. It's the doubt that really brings us down sometimes and brings us the negativity. And it's so easy for that seed of doubt to come in by someone saying something to us, right? And put it, and then we take it personally. Right. Um, and, you know, one of the things I do in my sessions, I always create a shield around people when I first start working with them. And that gives them protection. And so that only, I tell them only good things can come in to that shield and all the rest falls out. So everyone can make their own invisible shield and not let the petty things, the things that really don't matter, just let it roll off us. And I think we all need to learn to do that because then we stay calm, we don't get angry, and we just flow through life that way. Beautiful. You know, so and and yeah, and then in the end of the chapter on self hypnosis, um, I actually go through a whole induction. This is a part that when you have the book, you can actually read into a voice memo, and you can then go through the instructions with hearing yourself with the voice memo, and just again starting to take those deep breaths, and then to visualize. A lot of this is visualization. So if you have a fear, you want to take it the opposite. So let's say flying. Flying is um, something I work a lot with. So we want to say I'm comfortable on a plane. And everyone has different reasons why a fear might be a problem. So someone might be claustrophobic. Someone might feel trapped. So there's all different reasons. It's never the same. And visualize yourself really just taking those deep breaths before you get on the plane. Visualize yourself on the chair in the plane. Visualize yourself putting um, the music that you buds on. Visualize yourself moving forward and not even the plane takes off and you don't even realize it. Right. So, so visualization is key in, in all of this work. Yep. I know for me, uh, especially when the plane starts shaking or something, you know. Like the turbulence. I, yeah, yeah. Then I just visualize myself getting there. <laughs> and having Good. a great time getting off the plane, just nice. moving on and doing wherever I'm going to go. If I'm if it's Hawaii or wherever it is, I just do nice. that. I just see that. But then I also put, like you talked about, um, a safety shield. I, I put a golden yeah. shield around the plane. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's even better. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's let's do this thing with fear. You know, fear of failure or fear of success. Let's let's nice. just do that one. Kind of guide me through it, so people who are sure. listening and hopefully if they're driving, they're going to pull over so that if they close right. their eyes. <laughs> right. Good. Good. Okay. So we're going to do. Um, so you would um, pull over if you're driving, and you would just find a quiet, comfortable place to lie down, and. You're going to take a deep breath into the nose and slowly let it out through the mouth. Another deep breath into the nose and slowly let it out through the mouth. A third deep breath into the nose 
and slowly let it out through the mouth. A fourth deep breath into the nose. And this time as you exhale, if you're not driving, you're going to close your eyes and allow yourself to go into that relaxed place and just feel the body relaxing. And just imagine you are walking on a sunny path, feeling good about everything. All of a sudden you stop because in front of you is a brick wall and you can see the brick wall in front of you. Your body becomes tense from it, but you take a moment and remove the tool of deep breath and clearing of the mind from your tool belt you wear everywhere you go. And with those deep breaths, you feel calmer and in control of you and your reactions. Your mind is stronger and more powerful than any wall because your mind is clear. The ideas and thoughts to overcome it come in. You say out loud to the wall, you can't stop me from doing what I want. You can't stop me. I am me. in control of me. I am in control of me. I am strong. I am strong. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. Not you. Not you. You need to move out of my way. You need to move out of my way. And then suddenly the wall is gone and you continue on your way feeling empowered, confident, and free knowing you have the power to overcome any obstacle in life. See a free future feeling unlimited to create and be the person you desire. Take as then you take as much time as you need. And then all you have to do is count one, two, three, and open your eyes, feeling alert and focused. One, two, three. Okay. You and know that's what? just a little sampling of Yeah. And that you know, if you just say like I'm I you know, would you say like I'm brave? You could add in some things like I'm brave, I know I'm right. successful, I see myself right. successful, I feel successful, those right. kinds of things. Yeah. And, and it's all about the positive affirmations because our words and our thoughts are what we attract. So it's very important to keep that in mind when, and when you're thinking about just even yourself. It's, we tend to be, uh, have some self-critic sometimes in us. We need to make sure that self-critic is supportive and loving of us. You know, it reminds me, I've been reading and listening to um, Bruce Lipton, who talks oh. about 95% of what we do is unconscious, and the 5% is conscious, so we could have a conscious affirmation. But it seemed to me, he talks about one of the ways, aside from habit, you know, changing and having a habit, is if you want to really change your subconscious, if you do something like this, like you record it, like you were saying, to record it into your voice mess, you know, your voice right. thing on your phone, um, mm -hmm. and then you listen to it as you're falling asleep. Right. That's really the most powerful way to really change your subconscious is right. when you're, you know, because you're in that, that stage Right before you fall asleep, or even if you do fall asleep, you know, as you're falling asleep, that really gets deep. Because right. I think, um, you know, we can say all these affirmations, 
But if our subconscious says that's baloney, (laughs) it's kind of hard. So I love the idea of doing these, the self-hypnosis, like either when you're just falling asleep or before you get up in the morning, you know, just lying there, put, you know, put your earphones on. And when you just are waking up or when you're just going to sleep, that's what I've been trying to do lately is, is listen to those. But I think this is a good idea to take specifically the 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 um you know the issues that you bring up uh in the book it's a great thing whether it's fear or um anxiety or right. you know grieving or anything like right. that to really make that change because um it's it's not easy to change <laughs> it's it's not easy but we can and sometimes it's not it's changing or reaction sometimes right is, just as important as just not just changing who we are because we're all going to be our essence, right? But we have to change the reactions to things. And when you change the reactions, then you stop that programming and the loop that you might have with a relationship. Let's say you have a, a conflict, right, in a relationship. When you start changing, then, then that person has to change too because you're, they're not pressing your buttons the same way anymore. Right. So the dynamics change. And you can get some really positive fuel on that. When, when the change. So it's not so much changing who we are, but changing how we react is, I think, a big part of it. Exactly, exactly. And being conscious about it, you know, mm-hmm. that's the other thing right. is just being mindful. And like you said, it, you know, and, and I tell my clients this, it only takes one person to stop the conflict. Exactly. You don't have to engage. And so if this is why I meditate because <laughs> because I'm around conflict all the time, and so yeah. if I were, to, it's contagious. It, it is. It, it grows, right? That conflict and negativity can be like a wildfire. Right. Somebody says something to you, and you get offended, and then you right. you escalate, and then that energy just you know spirals upward. So right. if one doesn't engage in that spiral, then it can't it can't continue. It's, you know, the cyclone can't, can't really form. So, yeah. So I love this. Yeah. And the good thing to recognize is that it takes time. There's no snapping fingers. There's not an overnight thing that you're going to switch in one night. It's practice and changing habits and it takes time, but it can be done. Right. Right. So, um, so how do you create positive thoughts? People will tell me, Oh, well, that's just the way I am. You know, that's, that's, you know, they see the world, you know, the the glass half empty instead of the glass half full. So what do you tell people when they say, that's just the way I was brought up. That's the way I am. (laughs) Well, and that's true that there's programming from there, but programming can change. So it's a choice. So I, in hypnosis, no one can make anyone do anything they don't want to do. Right. So if you don't want to change, you're not going to change. But if you are open and have a desire to make change, if you see the patterns not taking you on the right path for you, then you have to realize that sometimes there's something in you that needs to shift and change to make your life better because we can't keep blaming everyone else. We have to take responsibility. So taking responsibility for this is how, yes, I was programmed, but I can modify it and change it so that I don't have to look at it that way. Look, I was someone who looked at things always at the, looking at the glass half empty, you know. So now I changed that. And, you know, the work I did, but it took time. Right. And 
and I continually work at that and continually have to do uh, self-hypnosis meditation as well because that that clear mind, it's like it's like dusting a surface, right? You have to dust every few days because the dust comes back, all those little dots. Right, so right. to continually keep doing that, and like, and it becomes a habit, like brushing a teeth becomes a habit because we want clean teeth. Well, the same thing in the mind. We want a clear mind, and we are empowered to do that. Right. And that's the important part. So if you don't want to change, then don't, you know, that's up to you. But if you're seeing your life not getting better, something's got to change, and let it come from you. Right. If if you if what you're doing is not serving you, <laughs> then, right. then why keep doing it? You know, try something right. new. And that's why I think this is really so helpful. So yeah. how can um, how can hypnosis help you heal uh, with with, you know, relationship issues and, and yeah. mend it if you want to? You know, you talked about divorce, but how yeah. can that help you mend relationships, whether it's a best friend that you had a fallout or a mother-daughter relationship, especially that might be a hard one if the mother is the one that programmed all the negativity into you, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And so every every uh, situation is going to vary a little bit, but um, a lot of times it's not taking things so personally because sometimes when you have a conflict with a relationship, it's our dialogue and blaming. We tend to blame each other. So then we never get ahead of it. But in hypnosis, sometimes you get to see things a little differently, especially if there's like if there's time um, passed and you're looking differently at the situation in that subconscious. So sometimes you realize that maybe you can look at it a little differently. Sometimes the if it's really toxic, I will help people remove the cords and the negativity or whatever came in from it. I'll remove that. But there are healing where sometimes you dialogue in hypnosis. So let's say I put the um, the other person in a relationship and, and they dialogue in hypnosis and they're able to kind of talk through and release the stuff or, or look within if there's anger or um, inferior complexes and release those things. And then the healing can start. And then maybe the mending, depending on the situation, can start in the relationship as well. Because if we can mend the relationships, that's really good. But Again, you can only shift and change you. You cannot make the other person change and shift. All you have control is over you. Um, but through hypnosis, there's a lot of releasing, and that's really what we need to do. We hold too many things in. And by releasing, letting it go, and then allowing ourselves to heal, then we can, um, give, then we can forgive, forgive ourselves, forgive the other person. And forgiveness is a big part of the mending, too. Yes, yes. You know, and I remember when I read Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian, oh, yeah, Weiss, Brian Weiss, and I actually yeah. did a full day training with him yeah. many years ago when people didn't really know who he was. They just knew mm-hmm. a little bit, but this was, oh my God, like 25 years ago. And he led us through guided hypnosis to go back to past lives. But how he started out was doing hypnosis for healing at the University of Miami, and one of the nurses had trouble swallowing. And when he took her back, and again, you know, this was something where she went very deep, and she went back to past life, and he didn't believe it until he was, I don't know if you ever read his book, Many Lives, Many Masters, so you know exactly what I'm talking about, about how she went back, and then he found out it was real, you know. (laughs) So, you know, that's another advantage. Um, I remember 
after I went to, you know, the program, I brought back all these tapes. You know, now they have CDs and stuff, but I brought back tapes. And one day I came home and my son and all of his teenage boys' friends were laying on the floor in in the family room listening to these tapes and doing past life (laughs) regressions. Oh, my God. It was funny. But you know what? Um, there There was some healing going on. For me, and and yeah. seeing, you know, some of the things of why I am the way I am, uh, right. because of this hypnosis back to a past life. So, uh, very yeah. very interesting stuff about how hypnosis can really be, uh, like you said, a, a healing process. I did so much healing, and um, especially with relationships. Like if you believe in past lives, you know, uh, some people will and some people won't, but if you believe and you experience them and you realize that maybe some of these issues started in another lifetime, right, from that you have with that person now, um, but there's just so much healing, whether you heal in this lifetime or another lifetime, there's, it's really a beautiful work and it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch someone right in your chair, like yeah. shift and change, right, and because they're healing whether it's a relationship, they're healing within themselves, they're seeing things, and they're feeling the love. Because a lot of people are lacking the love. Well, that's a perfect way to end. I want to just mention your book, Transformation Through Hypnosis. Relax, clear your mind, and step into your power. And why don't you just give your website, because it's time to go. Sure, it's www.apathofpeace.com. Okay, thank you so much, and we will keep in touch and have you back again, okay? Thanks so much. much, Okay, bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine and KUCI.org on the web. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.